Hello, good day and welcome to my podcast. My name is Theoremans, I be Daniel, aka Dremsley, and we're still on the lockdown. Okay, so I didn't update you guys about has been. Um, we've had series of lockdown uh, for a while now. Um, first, we had Lagos started as first, excuse me. After that of Lagos, um, Lagos started as I think it was on the 25th. So we are on um, 25th was on Wednesday, I think. So on Monday, the federal government announced that there will be a lockdown in few states. So we've been on lockdown for close to a month now or more. And it's been annoying. We, we understand the reasons. But the funny thing is, they were palliatives. They were things they said they wanted to give. But fact is, most places that are affected don't have these things. And they didn't get anything. And then it's been affecting... Um, everybody that can't afford what um, normal meals. They were linear in the north and then they allowed some few movements um, going to the hospital and all that, which was very good. But apart from that, um, it's not been easy. There are places where Andropri has become the thing of the day. Um, people, um, landlords, tenants, um, different people, parents, family, they have to start take turns in guiding their family and protecting themselves. So they now form a vigilante group that at night they come out with the tools they have called glass, knives, bottles, wood, sticks, whatever they can um, lay their hands on to protect their family and then their neighborhood as well and the community. It's gotten that bad. But we're so grateful um, the pandemic hasn't spread the epidemic hasn't spread that far in Nigeria, it's not as much as it is with other European countries, but in Africa, I think we're one of the most affected places. And the reason why we actually don't know how many people are affected is because of um, the testing. We don't have enough testing tools or personnel to know those are affected. But now it's improving. We're having more testing. And then because we're having more testing, more cases are coming out. So these are some of the things we are going through. And I'm going to be talking about how this affects the hospitality industry and business for the next few minutes. So thank you for tuning in. My name is Iwe Daniel. Thank you for listening to my podcast. I'll be back shortly. Thank you and welcome back to Hospitality and all the podcast. So um, like I was saying before, we, we've, we've been going through this issue for a while now. And it's actually affected the hospitality industry a whole, whole lot. Um, normally, most people that travel in stay in hotels. And then they kind of help uh, boost the income and the income for the country and all, uh, the and all that. But now, um, it's not like that. No traveling in and out, which has affected a lot of things. First is... And, the federal government actually gave instructions that no international plane is coming. Second thing is no traveling around and uh, no movement around. So, and then they gave instruction that all bars, club, restaurants, um, lounge should be closed down because of social distancing, which is something that have actually helped in, um, in reducing the um, number of people that are affected by COVID-19. So this made um, most places shut down. And shutdown also means that a lot of people are out of work. Yes, a whole lot of people are out of work, 
which is now what's next. Um, yeah, I would say 90% to within 90 to 95% of the hospitality outfits might not pay their staff for this lockdown. This um, we're still in April. This April, they might not pay their staff because the first thing is how do we make money? Few hotels are still operating. Um, the only thing they do is they are, they are locked down, but they can't. They won't allow guests coming or go out. Okay, they can allow you if you want to leave and go fine, but they won't allow that guest to check in because they don't know how safe it is. Excuse me. They don't know how safe it is. So the only thing is those guests that have been there for the past um, one month or two or three weeks will still be here, so they have to retain some few staffs. They, I think, um, ninety percent of hotels that are still running. Um, have uploaded more than 90% of their stars. So just few are left back to actually try and tend to this um, in-house, depending on the number you have anyway. But a lot have left and let go. So this, because of this issue now, we're beginning to think what's next. There's no palliative. There's nothing. There's no way to go about it. We've been hoping, hoping, hoping. Now there's nothing. Now, and we're sure they might increase it with either a week or two. Now what's next? People are hungry, people are tired, um, people are desperate. Already, I spoke about the Andromeda something. That's just a little portion. Imagine what will happen if more people go into the street. Because they can't, a lot of us can sit down and watch our family suffer. A lot of us can sit down and then watch our family beg. So because of this, a lot of things will happen. A lot of things will happen. So this is what I'm worried for. What's next? Um, there's a lot of giveaway on this on Twitter, on Instagram, people trying to help their food here and there. But I think if um, each hospitality company can at least step up and assist their staff at this time, it will go a long way. You don't have to pay them everything. They didn't work, I know. You don't have to. So even if it's just um, 20 to 30 of 40% of, let's say between 25 to 35% or 40% of the salary, you can just give it to them so that at least they have um, something to go by. Another thing is, I don't think this is the right time for us to pay tax. Pay tax for what? The tax we've been paying, they have money. Why can't the state or the federal government say, okay, yeah, you guys have been paying tax. Well, those people that have been paying tax, we're going to give them something from the tax pay they've paid. No, but that's not happening. So, if you can, you need to give something to these people that are your staff that are home. They are not being fired. It's not a fault that the country is like this. The least you can do is play your own part. At least pay them, even if it's 25 or 30 or 35 or 40 percent. Pay them so that at least they have something to provide for their family and themselves. It's not easy. So please, these are some of the things that um, I want to talk about today. So assist and they see how we help. We're trying to curtail this COVID-19, but everybody's hands need to be on deck and we need to do a push for this to work. But thank you for your time. I'll be back again shortly. My name is Daniel Trimson. Okay, so this is what I'm saying. Hello, good day, and welcome to another podcast with your favorite, I with Daniel, okay, Dremzy, this is Hospitality and Us. And today, I have um, 
Gabriel, a bartender at the judge, or a missiologist, whichever you can call him. So, Gabriel, say good morning to the people. Good morning, my people. Good morning. My Gabriel. name is Gabriel Yang. I'm a bartender, also a missiologist at the judge hotel. Like he just said, yeah, this is hospitality, and we care about people, we care about you guys over there. So, um, I want us to have a discussion, Gabriel. And what we're discussing is, I know I didn't tell you this before, I want to talk about people ordering for tea. Now, this is where I want us to actually base on. Is there a difference between tea and um, hot chocolate? Yes, there's a big difference between the hot chocolate. Hot chocolate has to do um, probably your, you know, you know, it's more sugar, Okay. You know, it's more sugar and um, you know it's sweet, um, probably for kids as well. But tea, when you come, when you talk about tea, when we have the green tea, the black tea, um, the yellow tea, so we have the red tea as well. Red okay. tea, red berries can represent the red tea, the green tea, and the rest and peppermint. And so we have every other tea. So tea wakes you up mentally. Okay. See, wakes you up mentally, make you, you know, think very fast, you know, you keep the body warming and make you ready for your daily activities. Okay. So because um, here, I know we have this um, attitude where we say it's easy for us to just, especially at home, and even if, you've not, if you're not used to it, people just come and say, I want tea. And then you go, yeah, I'm a waiter, so yeah, I have experienced this a lot. People say, I want tea, and you be like, tea? What tea do you actually want? And they'd be like, um, score, excuse me. Uh, I want hot chocolate tea. And you'd be like, sorry, hot chocolate is not a tea. If you're telling me you want tea, what's in my mind is you want maybe herbal tea or um, maybe any kind of herbal tea anyway, green tea, and lemon tea, ginger and lemon, whatever chamomile, different type of tea. That's what I'll be naming. I'll be naming green tea, black tea, chamomile, um, Lipton is a tea. But they'll be like, no, 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 no. The tea that I want is um, um, Milo. I want Milo. No, I want Ovatine. They start naming different things. And I'm like, guys, there's difference between tea and you wanting a hot chocolate. And they'll be like, okay, uh, what's hot chocolate? Hot chocolate, you can make hot chocolate with Milo. Um, then milk and um, you don't even add water, you just heat everything up and make sure that it's thick and maybe a bit of foam. So I want us to actually dive more into um, the component of tea, how tea has been made. And then, so at least people who are hearing this will understand that, okay, yes, actually, there's a difference between tea and um, hot chocolate. And also, can we pair tea? Can we take tea with different things? Um, I, I personally, I know that you can take green tea with uh, maybe lemon and honey. So what other ways can we miss tea? Okay, um, coming to your, um, to your first point of um, differentiating tea and hot chocolate. You know, back then in the olden days, back then, you know, when we were still, you know, with our mom and dad, you know, the world was not other civilized. So we, we get to know that once you are taking one, you know, one substance from you know mixing up with water and everything, we call it tea. Yeah. But we never knew the real yeah, different tea, types. Yeah. Different type of tea. We also have the herbal tea then, but 
we, we all prefer them as tea. tea. But like you said, you know, in the Western world is wrong. Because when you talk about tea, you're talking about something herbal. You know, it has to greens, you know, it has to be, it has to be made of you know, grains and herbal. So, but when, it's, when it comes to um, chocolate, chocolate is something that, you know, we, we do with um, you know, probably most of the chocolates got it from cocoa yeah and um, you know the, the combination of cocoa and sugar to you know your chocolate and, and other and, and other ingredients as well so there's a big difference like i said and okay there's also another thing and then there is coffee there's coffee yeah coffee is also a tea okay and um yeah we can also put coffee as a tea then it contains more of caffeine, caffeine okay than the other tea but they are all grouped as hot beverage. Yeah, they are all, they are all grouped as hot beverage because um, definitely you can't, if you want to enjoy your coffee, you can't use hot water to make your coffee and, um, and cold water, rather, you won't enjoy it as much as you're making it. Probably the reason we use hot water tea is because we want the body to sense a particular you know, thing, like we want the body, we want to keep the body awake. When you okay. take something hot to your body, it triggers something in your body. Like it triggers your, your blood system, your immune, everything will just start, oh, something is coming in and, you know, and instantly it gets to the brain and wakes up the brain for your daily activities. Okay. So, um, like I, uh, another thing we might talk about today is um, coffee. Be but yeah, today we're talking about tea. And if a guest comes in and then he's going uh, to work, uh, maybe he has flu, that's scatter or is having cough. What kind of tea would you recommend for that guest? Okay, good. Um, um, and the aspects of um, tea, we have the green tea. The green tea helps um, probably in, you know, making the body feel warm and actually relax the brain. That is the green tea. Then peppermint, we have the peppermint tea. Okay. Is, yeah. The peppermint can be used for this case, whereby, oh, I'm having cough. Um, I'm feeling a little bit cold. Peppermint has to do with mint. It has this mint, you know, taste. Mint flavor, yeah. Yeah, flavor. So once you take peppermint, um, probably you you feel this uh, mint flavor and you know, goes down your lungs and probably makes you feel better and feel warm. Okay, so if someone has um, kata, which is flu, so which tea would you say the person should take? Or yeah. What can you miss for the person? Okay, um, for, for kata, because um, you know, when you're having kata, probably you'll be having a little bit slight headache or stuff like that. So we recommend chamomile tea for you. Okay. Chamomile is very, very good. It also relaxes the brain as well. When you're taking chamomile, you know, it relaxes the brain. And um, chamomile falls on, uh, it's a black tea. Okay. Is a black tea, yes. So you can take it with your little milk or you take it straight. Okay. Yeah. Well, thank you for your time. Uh, thank you for your time, Gabriel. So I appreciate your input. Um, we'll talk more about this um, and learn more about this later. Thank you, viewers. If you have any questions, don't fail to drop it on the comment section, and then we'll get back to those questions shortly. But like I said, it's Daniel, I'm with Daniel Dremsey. We'll be back after this short break. Bye.